four of the sea voyage by john fletcher and philip massinger this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org act four scene one enter raymond sebastian nicusa sailors here's nothing sir but poverty and hunger no promise of inhabitants neither track of beast nor foot of man we have searched all this rocky desert yet cannot discover any assurance here is or hath been such men not a relic of anything they wore nor mark left by em either to find relief or to warn others from the like misfortune believe it these fellows are both false and to get a little succour in their misery have framed this cunning tale the ship i know is french and owned by pirates if not by albert my arch enemy you told me too there was a woman with him a young and handsome woman there was so sir and such and such young gallants we told you true sir that they had no means to quit this island and that amidst their mutiny to save your lives you got their ship all is most certain sir where are they then where are these men or women we are landed where your fates did assure us we could not miss their sights for this news we took ye to our mercy relieved ye when the furious sea and famine strove which should first devour ye clothed and cherished ye used ye as those ye say ye are fair gentlemen now keep your words and shew us this company your own free pities spoke of these men ye left in misery the woman men of those noble breedings you pretend to should scorn to lie or get their food with falsehood come direct us alas sir they are gone but by what means or providence we know not was not the captain a fellow of a fiery yet brave nature a middle stature and of brown complexion he was sir twas albert and my poor wretched sister twas he certain i have been at sea with him many times at sea come show us these men show us presently and do not dally with us we left him here what should we say sir here in this place the earth cannot swallow em they have no wings they cannot fly sure you told us too of heaps of treasure and of sums concealed that set their hearts afire we see no such thing no such sign what can you say to purge ye what have you done with these men we sir you sir for certain i believe ye saw such people by all that's good by all that's pure and honest by all that's holy I dare not credit ye. Ye have so abused my hope that now I hate ye. Let's put em in their ragged clothes again, Captain, for certain they are knaves. Let's e'en deliver them to their old fruitful farm. Here let em walk the island. If ye do so, we should curse your mercies. Rather put us to sea again. Not so, yet this I'll do, because ye say ye are Christians, though I heartily credit it. Bring in the boat, and all aboard again. But these two wretches, you leave em four days' meat. If in that time, for I will search all nooks of this strange island, I can discover any tract of these men, alive or dead, I'll bear ye off and honor ye. If not, ye have found your graves. So farewell. Exit. That goodness dwells above and knows us innocent. Comfort our lives and at his pleasure quit us. Come, cousin, come. Old time will end our story. But no time, if we end well ends our glory exit enter rosella clarinda crocale hippolyta juletta 
Use em with all the austerity that may be. They are our slaves, and turn all those pities, those tender reflections that should become your sex, to stern anger. And when ye look upon them, look with those eyes that wept those bitter sorrows, those cruelties yet suffered by their rapines, some five days hence that blessed hour comes, most happy to me, that knit this hand to my dear husbands, and both our hearts in mutual bands. That hour, ladies. What of that hour? Why, on that hour, daughter, and in the height of all our celebrations, our dear remembrances of that dear man, and those that suffered with him, our fair kinsmen, their lives shall fall a sacrifice to vengeance, their lives that ruined his. Tis a full justice. I will look glorious in their bloods, and the most noble spirit of Sebastian, that perished by the pride of these French pirates, shall smile in heaven, and bless the hand that killed them. Look strictly all unto your prisoners, for he that makes escape beyond my vengeance, or entertains a hope by your fair usage, take heed, I say, she that deceives my trust, again take heed, her life, and that's but light neither, her life in all the tortures my spirit can put on. We shall, we shall be, be careful. careful. Do so. Exit Rosella. You are angry, mother, and ye are old too, forgetting what men are. But we shall temper ye. How fare your prisoners, ladies? In what forms do they appear in their afflictions? Mine fare but poorly, for so I am commanded. Tis none of their faults. Of what sort are they? They say they are gentlemen, but they shew mongrels. How do they suffer? Faith like boys. They are fearful in all fortunes. When I smile, they kneel and beg to have that face continues, and like poor slaves adore the ground I go on. When I frown, they hang their most dejected heads like fearful sheep pounds. Shoo them across the bread, and they'll saint me presently, and skip like apes for a sup of wine. I'll whip them like hackneys, saddle them, ride them, do what I will with them. Tush, these are poor things. Have they names like Christians? Very fair names, uh, Franville, Lemure, and Morlat, and beg of great kindreds, too. They offer very handsomely, but that I am a fool and dare not venture. They are sound, too, o' oh, my conscience, or very near upon it. Fie, away, fool. They tell me, if they might be brought before you, they would reveal things of strange consequence. Their base poor fears. Ay, that makes me hate them too. For if they were but manly to their sufferance, sure I should strain a point or two. An hour hence I'll take a view of them and hear their business. Are your men thus too? Mine? No, gentle madam. Mine were not cast in such base moulds. Afflictions, tortures, are names and natures of delight to my men. All sorts of cruelties they meet like pleasures. I have but two. The one they call Dupont. Tybalt Dupont, the other shipmaster. Have they not lives and fears? Lives they have, madam, but those lives never linked to such companions as fears or doubts. Use em nobly. And where you find fit subjects for your pities, let it become ye to be courteous. My mother will not always be thus rigorous. Mine are sailors, madam, but they sleep soundly and seldom trouble me, unless it be when they dream sometimes of fights and tempests. Then they roar and whistle for cans of wine, and down they fling me, 
and in that rage, for they are violent fellows, they play such reeks. If they have meat, they thank me. If none, they heartily desire to be hanged quickly, and this is all they care. Look to em diligently, and where your pities tell ye they may deserve, give comfort. We will. Exit. Come hither, be not frighted. Enter Aminta. Think not ye steal this liberty, for we give it. Your tender innocence assures me, virgin, ye had no share in those wrongs these men did us. I find ye are not hardened in such mischiefs. Your brother was misled, sure, foully misled. How much I fear these pities. Certain he was. So much I pity him, and for your sake whose eyes plead for him, nay, for his own sake. Ha! For I see about him women have subtle eyes and look narrowly. Or I am much abused. Many fair promises, nay, beyond those two, many shadowed virtues. I think he is good. I assure myself he will be. And out of that assurance take this comfort, for I perceive your fear hath much dejected ye. I love your brother. Madam. <laughs> nay, do not take it for a dreamt of favour that comforts in sleep and awake vanishes. Indeed, I love him. Do ye indeed? You doubt still because ye fear his safety. Indeed, he is the sweetest man I e'er saw. I think the best. Ye may hear without blushes, and give me thanks, if ye please, for my courtesy. Madam, I ever must, yet witness heaven they are hard pulled from me. Believe me, madam, so many imperfections I could find, forgive me, Grace, for lying, and such wants, tis to an honest use, such poverties, both in his main proportion and his mind too. There are a hundred handsomer, I lie lewdly. Your noble usage, madam, hath so bound me to ye that I must tell ye. Come, tell your worst. He is no husband for ye. I think ye mean in that fair way. Ye have hit it. I am sure ye have hit my heart. You will find him dangerous, madam, as fickle as the flying air, proud, jealous, soon glutted in your sweets, and soon forgetful. I could say more, and tell ye I have a brother, another brother, that so far excels this, both in the ornaments of man and making. If you were not his sister, I should doubt ye mainly. Doubt ye for his love ye deal so cunningly. Do not abuse me. I have trusted ye with more than life, with my first love. Be careful of me. In what use, madam? In this, lady. Speak to him for me. You have power upon him. Tell him I love him. Tell him I dote on him. It will become your tongue. Become my grave. O oh, fortune, O oh, cursed fortune. Tell him his liberty, and all those with him, all our wealth and jewels. Good sister, for I'll call ye so. I shall, lady, even die, I hope. Here's mead and wine. Pray take it. And there he lies. Give him what liberty you please, but still concealed. What pleasure you shall please, sister, he shall ne'er want again. Nay, see and you'll take it. Why do you study thus? To avoid mischiefs, if they should happen. <laughs> Go, and be happy for me. O oh, blind fortune, yet happy this far I shall live to see him, in what strange desolation lives he here now? Sure this curtain will reveal. Enter Albert. Who's that? Ha! Ah. Some gentle hand, I hope, to bring me comfort, or, if it be my death, tis sweetly shadowed. 
Have ye forgot me, sir? My Aminta. She, sir, that walks here up and down in empty shadow, one that for some few hours but wanders here, carrying her own sad coffin, seeking some desert place to lodge her griefs in. Sweet sorrow, welcome, welcome, noble grief. How got you this fair liberty to see me? For sorrows in your shape are strangers to me. I come to counsel ye. Ye are still more welcome, for good friends in afflictions give good counsels. Pray, then, proceed. Pray, eat first. Ye shew faint. Here's wine to refresh ye, too. I thank ye, dear. Drink again. Here's to our loves. How turn and weep. Pray, pledge it. This happiness we have yet left, our hearts are free. Not pledge it? Why? And though beneath the axe this health were holy, why do ye weep thus? I come to woo ye. To woo me, sweet? I am wooed and won already. You know I am yours. This pretty way becomes ye. But you would deceive my sorrows. That's your intent? I would, I could, I should not weep, but smile. Do ye like your meat and wine? Like it? Do you like your liberty? All these I well may like. Then pray, like her that sent em. Do ye like wealth and most unequalled beauty? Peace! Indeed, you'll make me angry. Would I were dead that ask it, then ye might freely like, and I forgive ye. What like, and who? Add not more misery to a man that's fruitful in afflictions. Who is't you would have me like? Who sent these comforts? I must tell. Be bold. But be ye temperate. If you be bold, I die. The young fair virgin, sorrow hath made me old. Oh, hearken, and wisely hark, the governess daughter, that star that strikes this island full of wonder, that blooming sweetness. What of her? She sent it, and with it it must be out she dotes on ye, and must enjoy ye, else no joy must find ye. And have you the patience to deliver this? A sister may say much, and modestly. A sister? Yes, that name undid ye, undid us both. Had ye named wife, she had feared ye, and feared the sin she followed. She had shunned, yea, her virgin modesty had not touched at ye, but thinking you were free hath kindled a fire, I fear will hardly be extinguished. Indeed, I played the fool. Oh, my best sir, take heed, take heed of lies. Truth, though it troubles some minds, some wicked minds that are both dark and dangerous, yet it preserves itself. It comes off pure, innocent, and like the sun, though never so eclipsed, must break in glory. Oh, sir, lie no more. You have read me a fair lecture, and put a spell upon my tongue for feigning. But how will you counsel now? Ye must study to forget me. How? Be patient. Be wise and patient. It concerns ye highly. Can ye lay by our loves? But why should I doubt it? Ye are a man, and man may shift affections. Tis held no sin. To come to the point, ye must lose me many and mighty reasons. Hear me, Aminta. Have you a man that loves you, too, that feeds ye, that sends ye liberty? Has this great governess a noble son, too, young, and apt to catch ye? Am I, because I am in bonds and miserable, my health decayed, my youth and strength half-blasted, my fortune like my waning self, for this despised, am I for this forsaken? A new love chosen, and my affections like my fortunes, wanderers? Take heed of lying, you that chide me for it, and show how deep a sin it was and dangerous, 
Take heed yourself. You swore you loved me dearly. No few nor little oaths you swore, Aminta. Though sealed with no small faith, I then assured myself, Oh, seek no new ways to cousin truth. I do not. By love itself I love thee, and ever must, nor can all deaths dissolve it. Why do you urge me thus, then? For your safety, to preserve your life. My life, I do confess, is hers. She gives it, and let her take it back. I yield it. My love's entirely thine. None shall touch at it. None, my Aminta, none. Ye have made me happy, and now I know ye are mine. Fortune, I scorn thee. Go to your rest, and I'll sit by ye. Whilst I have time, I'll be your mate and comfort ye, for only I am trusted. You shall want nothing, not a liberty that I can steal ye. May we not celebrate our loves, Aminta, and where our wishes cannot meet? You are wanton, but with cold kisses I'll allay that fever. Look for no more, and that in private too. Believe me, I shall blush else, but let's consider we are both lost else. Let's in, and prevent fate. Exeunt. Enter Crocale, Juletta, Tybalt, Master. You do well to Eros, ladies. We shall be musty else. What are your wise wills now? You are very crank still. As crank as a holy friar, fed with hailstones. But do you bring us out to bait, like bulls? Or are you weary of the charge ye are at? Turn us abroad again, let's jog, ladies. We are gross and coarse, unfit for your sweet pleasures. Knock off our shoes and turns to grass. You are determined still to be stubborn, then. It well becomes ye. And humour lady that contents a prisoner. A sullen fit sometimes serve for a second course. Ye may as well be kind and gain our favours. Gain meat and drink and lodging to rest your bones. My bones have bore me thus long, and had their share of pains and recreations. If they fail now, they are no fair companions. Are ye thus harsh to all our sex? We cannot be merry without a fiddler. Pray strike up your tabors, ladies. The fools despise us. We know ye are very hungry now. Yes, tis very wholesome, ladies. For we that have gross bodies must be careful. Have ye no piercing air to stir our stomachs? We are beholding to ye for our ordinary. Why, slaves, tis in our power to hang ye. Very likely, tis in our powers then to be hanged and scorn ye. Hangin's as sweet to us as dream unto you. Come, be more courteous. Do, and then ye shall be pleased, and have all necessaries. Give me some ratsbane, then. And why ratsbane, monsieur? We live like vermin here, and eat up your cheese, your mouldy cheese, that none but rats would bite at. Therefore tis just that ratsbane should reward us. We are unprofitable, and our ploughs are broken. There is no hope of harvest this year, ladies. Ye shall have content. Ay, and we'll serve your uses. I had rather serve hogs, there's more delight in it. Your greedy appetites are never satisfied. Just like hungry camels sleep and awake, and you chew the cud still. By this hand we'll starve you. Tis a noble courtesy. I had as lief ye should famish me as founder me. To be jaded to death is only fit for a hackney. Here be certain tarts of tar about me, and parcels of potargo in my jerkin, as long as these last. Which will not last ever. Then we'll eat one another like good fellows. A shoulder of his for a haunch of mine. Tis excellent. Twill be as we'll dress it, ladies. Why sure ye are not men? Ye had best come search us. A seaman is seldom without a salt eel. 
I am bad enough, and in my nature a notorious wencher, and yet ye make me blush at your immodesty. Tell me, good master, didst ever see such thing? I could like em, though they were lewdly given, if they could say no, but fine on em, they gape like oysters. Well, ye may hang or starve us, but your commanding impudence shall never fear us. Had ye by blushing signs, soft cunings, crept into us, and showed us your necessities, we had met your purposes, supplied your wants. We are no saints, ladies. I love a good wench, as I love my life, and with my life I will maintain my love. But such a sordid impudence I'll spit at. Let's to our dance again. Come, noble master. You know our minds, ladies. This is the faith in which we'll die. Exit Tibble and Master. I do admire em. They are noble fellows, and they shall not want for this. But see, Clorinda comes. Farewell, I'll to my charge. Enter Clorinda. Bring out those prisoners now, and let me see em and hear their business. I will, madam. Exit. I hope she hath prevailed upon her brother. She has a sweet tongue, and can describe the happiness my love is ready to fling on him. And sure he must be glad, and certain wonder, and bless the hour that brought him to this island. I long to hear the full joy that he labours with. Enter Juletta Morillat from Ville Lamour. Bless thy divine beauty. Mirror of sweetness, ever springing brightness. Nay, stand up, gentlemen, and leave your flatteries. She calls us gentlemen. Sure we shall have some meat now. I am a mortal creature, worship heaven, and give these attributes to their divinities. Methinks ye look but thin. Oh, we are starved, immortal beauty. We are all poor, starved knaves. Neither liberty nor meat, lady. We were handsome men, and gentlemen, and sweet men, and were once gracious in the eyes of beauties. But now we look like rogues, like poor, starved rogues. What would ye do if ye were to die now? Alas! We were prepared. If you will hang us, let's have a good meal or two to die with, to puts in heart. Or if you'll drown us, let's be drunk first, that we may die merrily and bless the founders. Ye shall not die so hastily. What dare ye do to deserve my favour? Put us to any service. Any bondage. But let's live. You'll get a world of children, for I know ye are heinously unprovided that way. And ye shall say that we beat ye when you offend us. Beat us abundantly, you'll say, and take our meat from us. These are weak, abject things that show ye poor ones. What's the great service ye so oft have threatened, if ye might see me and win my favour? That business of discovery. Oh, I'll tell you, lady. And so will I. And I, pray let me speak first. Good, no confusion. We are before a lady that knows manners, and by the next meat I shall eat, tis certain, this little gentlewoman that was taken with us. Your captain's sister, she you mean. Is she the business you would open to us, though we are cousin to her? She is how, no sister. What is you would open? Good sirs, how quick you are. She is no sister, madam. She is his. Peace, I say. What is she? Faith, sweet lady. She is, as a man would say, his. What? His mistress. Or, as some new translators read, his. Oh, me. And why he should delude you thus, unless he meant some villainy. These ten weeks he has had her at sea for his own proper appetite. 
his cabin mate, I'll assure ye. No sister, say ye? No more than I am brother to you, Beatty. I know not why he should juggle thus. Do not lie to me. If ye find me lie, lady, hang me empty. How I am fooled. Away with them, Juletta, and feed them. But hark ye with such food as they have given me. New misery. No meat, no thanks for all this. Exit. Make them more wretched. Oh, I could burst. Curse and kill now, kill anything I meet. Juletta, follow me, and call the rest along. We follow, madam. Exeunt. Enter Albert and Aminta. I must be gone now, else she may suspect me. How shall I answer her? Tell her directly. That were too sudden, too improvident. Fires of this nature must be put out cunningly. They'll waste all come near em else. Farewell once more. Farewell, and keep my love entire. Nay, kiss me once again. Methinks we should not part. Oh, be wise, sir. Nay, one kiss more. Indeed, you're wanton. We may be taken, too. Enter Clarinda, Juletta, Crocale, Hippolyta. Out, thou base woman! By heaven I'll shoot em both. Nay, stay, brave lady, hold. A sudden death cuts off a nobler vengeance. Am I made bawd to your lascivious meetings? Are ye grown so wise in sin? Shut up, that villain and Sirrah. Now expect my utmost anger. Let him there starve. I mock at your mischiefs. Exit. Tie that false witch unto that tree. There let that savage beast gnaw off her sweetness and snakes embrace her beauties. Tie her and watch that none relieve her. We could wish ye better fortune, lady, but dare not help ye. Be your own friends, I thank ye. Now only my last audit and my greatest. O heaven, be kind unto me, and if it be thy will, preserve. Enter Raymond. Who is this? Sure, tis a woman. I have trod this place, and found much footing. Now I know tis people. Ha! Let me see. Tis her face. Oh, heaven! Turn this way, maid. O oh, Raymond, O oh, brother! Her tongue, too. Tis my sister. What rude hand! Nay, kiss me first. O oh, joy! Fly, fly, dear brother, you are lost else. A man, a man, a new man. What are these? Enter Juletta, Crocale, Clarinda. An enemy, an enemy. Dispatch him. Take him off, shoot him straight. I dare not use my sword, ladies, against such comely foes. Oh, brother, brother. Away with them, and in dark prisons bind him. One word replied, ye die both. Now, brave mother, follow thy noble anger, and I'll help thee. Exeunt. End of Act 4